everyone keeps talking about how things will be so very different thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic. Five of us figured we might as well get a little economicsy about it and look at the change from a consumption point of view. So hello listener, this is the Crisis Picures Consumer, an attempt of our students of economics, Anushay, Devangi, Nidhi, Raj Lakshmi and Vaishnavi to understand the conspicuous changes in consumption trends of pre- and post-pandemic times, from shopping to working and a whole lot more. Hello everyone. We've covered working and learning and shopping until now, important aspects of our routine lives. One of the very important things that is common to all three, and well, to every one of our lives, is the money that is earned and spent on it. The same money that is split into the part that we, that we spend and the part that we save. The spending and saving habits of the people have a significant impact on the economy of a country. So today, Devangi, hi, and I, Rajakshmi, will be taking a look at the spending and saving trends in the times of a pandemic. To begin with, I'll start with what savings are. Now, savings are a word that most Indians are familiar with. It's as commonly used a word in Indian households as Lokya kahenge and Ek Chutki Sindur Ki Kimat Tum Kya Jano Ramesh Babu. Savings, to put it simply, is the money that you save with you and that you don't spend. Easy enough, right? I mean, the word speaks for itself. But then again, why do you think it's so important to save? I mean, I'm going to sound really, really shallow right now. But I think an iPad on my desk looks much better than the zeros in my bank account. Okay, Raj, I think we all know why the zeros look better. Because no one is a stranger to why savings are important for an individual. We all know the story of the ant and the grasshopper from Aesop's fables. Savings also happen to be pretty important for the economy. When the economy suffers, when the people save less. Savings are actually indicative of how much the people of a country are likely to invest. Because uh, more the savings you have, more the investment, right? In formal terms, the household savings rate is the difference between a household's disposable income and expenditure. It contributes to more than half the total savings in the country and are mostly intermediated by banking and other non-banking financial entities, which are the major source of investment funding in India. A drop in household savings can impact the economy for the worse. Millennials are known as the buy first, pay later generation. Savings are often the last things on their minds. What when you have rent, bills, educational loans, and expenses associated with a social life to pay for. But this lockdown has made a lot of people rethink their finances, especially the swiper generation. A host of saving apps and companies associated with managing one's finances have sprung up in the past few years. And this pandemic suddenly served as a bolt out of the blue for the spenders. I myself used to religiously track my finances even before the lockdown. But even I started thinking about savings a lot more ever since we've been confined to our homes. In no world, thinking about savings is a bad thing. I mean, financial frugality is definitely a good thing for the pockets of the people. But as most things in the world, if it's overdone, it has sides. Why? 
because the pandemic has been bad news for the economy it brought it to a near absolute and sudden standstill and while the paranoia and uncertainty in our minds is incentivizing more savings it is it also spells no spending which means less money pumped in to heal the economy to know what's in the minds of consumers economists and statisticians have come up with this incredible useful tool called the consumer confidence index and because it's a mouthful like most things in economics we'll be referring to it as ccf for today's episode a ccf is based on the premise that if consumers are optimistic they will spend more and stimulate the economy but if they're pessimistic then their spending patterns could lead to a recession it measures the pessimism or optimism of the people regarding the expected financial situation consumer confidence is the primary driver of demand in the economy uncertainty in the minds of consumers translates into reduced spending that slows economic growth more the trust in the future more is the willingness to shop but if the confidence increases too much then people will spend more instead of saving it creates higher demand that could trigger inflation to stop it the rbi might raise interest rates which also slows economic growth i think i must point out here that the cci is a lagging indicator that means it follows economic trends most people don't feel that the economy has changed until months later for example even when a recession is over people might not feel it many remain unemployed some might have even incurred debt while they were unemployed they would be uncertain whether the economic climate has improved or not a lag can also happen at the start of a recession people might still have confidence they don't lose jobs or homes the moment the recession begins and even if they find themselves unemployed they believe for some time that finding a new job isn't going to be that much of a hassle now coming back from all the textbook definitions and explanation to the actual scenario we've got some data provided by trading economics showing that the ccf for india went from nearly 87 points in november 2019 to a little below 84 points by march 2020 a decrease of nearly 3.4% consumer spending was roughly the same at both times i think the people of india are uncertain of the foreseeable financial situation though they are hopeful of recovery the last big decrease in a similar time frame was 10.8% from july 2013 to jan 2014 and i'm pretty sure there was no pandemic around that time there's been spending to stock up for the lockdown situations that lasted for nearly 3 months because the pandemic was such a horrible plot twist the decreased confidence didn't exactly translate into decreased spending unprecedented times tend to change the normal course of things they do they really do to Now we've looked at now the young you've told us about what happened in India but now let's look at the CCI of the world Nielsen conducted the consumer board global consumer confidence survey that ascertains the global consumer confidence index in the first half of february the CCI started 106 points while in june it had fallen to 98.1 points This shows a considerable decrease in the number of people who feel optimistic about what's yet to come Devangis already told us why a fall in the savings of a country is a cause for concern and India's savings had fallen to an all-time low in 
I'm at risk of sounding like a textbook right now, but this implies that the economy cannot grow since there is no investment, as there are no savings to finance those investments. Also, if household savings do not finance investments, businesses will have to start borrowing from abroad, which will weaken India's position in the global market. Okay, that was economicsy. Moving on, Devangi, on to you. I mean, you can't complain about it being economics, Raj. You're a student of economics. Anyway, in the survey that we conducted, almost 60% of our respondents said that they would make a conscious effort to save more. Save more. This ties in with the data published by the SBI that said that people are wishing to save more since the lockdown started. According to the report, there was a surge in deposits at the beginning of the lockdown in March. At the beginning of May, deposits were in the negative. People may have used the initial build-up to start spending as the end of lockdown became more and more uncertain. However, the depletion was only 12% of the deposit build-up from March to May, indicating an aversion in consumer spending. Deposits increased again in the latter half of May. Consumer savings expected to surge further. To counter this, the RBI has cut repo rates. the rate at which rbi lends money to banks from 5.15% in february 2020 down to 4% in march which is the current repo rate in an attempt to incentivize reduced interest rates on loans from banks why you may ask because lower rates might invite people to borrow and spend more as well as businesses to expand more by borrowing hence the economy will grow faster Turns out, banks did cut lending rates, just not as much as RBI's repo rate cut, from 9.4% to 9% on an average. The country is obviously in a bit of an economic crisis. I mean, uh, it kind of was before the pandemic knocked down and passed right in. Well, and most economists say that the only way out is for consumers to start spending money. The opposite of the savings we're showing a clear inclination towards. Since consumer spending accounts for nearly 60% of the gross domestic product, an enduring rise in personal saving would make for a weaker recovery with fewer jobs. The prescription that we should save more isn't wrong. It just needs to be taken with a grain of salt. If you ask economists which is more desirable, spending or saving, uh, they do tend to stammer. Understandably, I mean, it depends on the context. In today's episode, we've given you the reasons why we should save and why we should spend, and we're not repeating those again because we've sounded enough like an economics expert. So, do you think that there's only one way forward, and is that way the only correct way? Well, we think the way forward is to spend and to save. Two roads diverge in a yellow wood, and both of them are the path that we should walk along. to do both we have to do both after all the best of both worlds is the best for a reason and with that thank you for tuning in now that we've covered the more well relatively serious areas that have been affected by the pandemic we've got a fun topic coming up next week travel i mean who doesn't like going to exotic places and clicking amazing selfies editing them for 4 hours and then posting them on Instagram. Tune in next week uh, where we discuss that, the impact. Yes. Everyone likes doing that except that you literally can't because you're stuck in the middle of a pandemic.
Yes. But I think people will have to do with just listening to our episode then. Tune in next week where we discuss the impact of the pandemic on the various aspects of travel. Our economics professor is listening to this. We hope we've done you proud. Until then, stay safe and send some support and feedback our way at the Undismal Paradox on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We shall now take your leave. Allow us to bid the bright days until next Friday.